people might have this 10 ways to wear a white shirt and i'm like where are you wearing and you're going like go out and show me that you wore this on the street Welcome to episode 5 of Hashtag Career Goals. I'm so thrilled to have Jenny with me on this episode. If you already don't know, she is a super cool personal stylist, <laughs> image consultant, and a content creator with 70k Instagram followers. So thank you, Jenny. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Nitya. It's a pleasure. Jenny, so I'm going to start off the episode on a quick note. Under a minute... Can you tell us what exactly does an image consultant do? Um, an image consultant works on appearance, behavior, and communication. If you broadly search Google, then this is what you're going to get. Every image consultant in the world specializes in one of these fields. I specialize in the appearance part. So I'm like a personal branding strategist for you. Hmm. Okay. Um, what happens is why I took up appearances because... People often feel that clothing is vain. However, they don't realize that between the utility and the vainness that we talk about clothes, there is 80% of things that clothes make us feel what we want to feel, which often people don't realize. So that's what I do as an image consultant. Does that answer your question under a minute? <laughs> it does. <laughs> and that's so interesting that you say that it sounds vain, but a lot of times we're able to express ourselves through what we wear, right? can be like color it can be texture 100% 100% it's like the whole psychology behind dressing up is mm -hmm. something that people often fail to recognize and how that image that reflection of you in the mirror is what you see is going to dictate your day so if that reflection in the mirror feels that oh my hair is you know I have a bad hair day today mm -hmm. then you will see yourself fidgeting with your hair throughout the day yeah. Because you saw, you saw yourself one time in the mirror and you decided that I'm having a bad hair day. Mm -hmm. And then one hair strand here and there. And it's it's applicable to all genders. It's not just applicable to people who identify as women. It's applicable to all genders. It's a reflection of image that you will take with you the whole day. Completely, completely agree with you on that. <laughs> Jenny, is there a particular degree or like a certification that one can do to become an image consultant? So ideally, there is no degree as such certified if you're just talking about India or even in North America, except for Mexico. Mexico is the only place where 17 universities give image consulting as a course now. You know wow. how you can become an interior designer or you, all these are creative fields. Mm -hmm. Similarly, Mexico is the only place where image consulting is part of their curriculum affiliated by the government. Everywhere across the world, as far as I know, it's not affiliated by government institution. And because it's not there, image consulting is largely still considered a very creative freelance field mm. that anyone can do it. However, yes, it's highly intuitive in the sense that someone does grasp things in terms of etiquette or coaching or branding very intuitively. I would still recommend that you should do a course because it fine tunes that intuity and you can legitimate say things that you have to they mm. image consulting courses are highly expensive from good places mm -hmm. but I would say it's an investment if you are looking at it doing on a long term if you're just trying to do this you know for a short term to see whether I can do it or not then I wouldn't recommend spending so much money and is it usually are there different certifications for niches or is it like an overall image consulting and then you can you know get into appearances or like communication so one thing great about India is that India doesn't specialize okay. in the sense that when you're starting out, the cost of learning image consulting in India is really less as compared to the rest of the world. In okay. India, as far as I know, it's a lakh and 50,000 or 2,50,000 for the whole thing. 
but you can do that whole thing for 250000 everywhere else in the world you have to spend 7 8 lakhs to do the same thing yes the trainer quality is very different but that's what i said if you are starting out mm. i highly recommend don't specialize like when i started image consulting because i came as a i was a head hunter before in talent acquisition i used to work for senior level hiring Mm-hmm. So when I entered image consulting, I thought, you know what? I have so much contacts with corporates. I'm going to become a corporate stylist. I'm going to only work with people, men and women both, where they are only employed in corporates and I can help them style their corporate outfits, their meetings and everything. Mm-hmm. However, when I started working, I realized that, oh, I don't enjoy just that part. So mm-hmm. if I would have boxed myself into learning just that much, I wouldn't have enjoyed. When I was working initially 12 years back, I also started teaching people on dining. I started people teaching people on etiquette or body language and I realized I don't enjoy that so much so I started narrowing my field as I started doing things and I did my certifications very implicitly on those things then Hmm. so I would say that if you're starting out don't just take that one thing if you're in India Hmm. take the advantage of learning everything experimenting like put your hands in everything just for the first few months then decide where you want to specialize and then you should 100% specialize and not do everything. Hmm. Then just experiment around and see what... Yeah, what so like. the initial few things you should. Like I feel that initial few months, at least a year, hmm. you don't want to spend another money to specialize because hmm. people outside of India, the trainings are really different in terms of specialization. Hmm. However, the nuances in India are very different. Like uh, someone sitting in Europe is never going to realize why Kulapuri Chappal is formal for us or why we can't wear stockings in India. It's not something appreciated as a culture. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone in North America or Europe is going to say Kulapuri Chappals, you cannot wear. It's an open toe shoe. Mm-hmm. Stockings are a must. So the sensitivities you will only understand in the region that you are. Yeah. So once your base is strong and when you specialize, you can take that mixture of your base and specialization and create something which is very unique to you yeah yeah correct tell me how you went from uh, talent acquisition to uh, image consulting that's quite a <laughs> cool, right? i have a very romantic story always when i oh, say it? this <laughs> it re- sometimes i feel you know how you look back i always tell people that when you look back that's always a story but when you're going through it it's just emotions yeah so in 20, no 20, 2007, I think I was in New York with my husband, seven or eight, I don't recall. And I saw this New York image consulting. Mm. And before that, you know, I was always interested in fashion, but I thought I don't, but I never wanted to be a fashion designer. I'm like, I don't want to create. Mm. I just want to like put things together. And stylist as a course was not there in 2007. All, all the stylists that you see now, Gurunami or Ami and all of them were just starting out. There was nothing there in 2007. Like no celebrity used to hire a stylist. The designer used to dress the celebrities and that was it. Hmm. So I was like, I don't know what to do about that. And that's when I thought that, oh, image consulting is a nice thing. Let me research. When I started researching more and coincidentally, I was in New York where the first image consulting institute had started. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is something I could start in India because coming from a corporate bend, I realized that there is a gap. And especially when I'm in hiring, I realized that the soft skills are so important. The way they dress to interviews was so important. So I was unconsciously coaching them, you know, wear this kind of shirt and go, don't wear this and go for your interview because I was working for senior level hirings. So I decided to put two and two together. I came back to Bombay. I started my first company. I called it Bella Senora. Every single person, I sent out 200 brochures because that's the number of people I knew. 
Mm-hmm. So I literally got brochures made. I did everything. I sent out individually them, and I think eighty or ninety percent of them felt that it's a makeup class <laughs> because they had no idea what this is. I shut my business. I started back to my recruitments. I'm like, this is not happening. I gave it six months. I'm like, I need to figure something out. Hmm. Then I had my elder one, and when my son was six months old, my brother-in-law sent me this small. Um, ad in a newspaper where image consulting institute was starting in india and he said you know what this is something that you were looking at maybe you should look at this yeah and yeah yeah that's where i just went enrolled in the course and then mm. i can say rest is history it's amazing how you almost you started it like i think you were just too ahead of times right like yeah i started it thinking that there is a need yeah. and then nobody realized and I, and i did not have the money to to brand awareness hmm. luckily icbi had that tie up with times of india for the first 4 years and that's how uh, times of india promoted image consulting very heavily and that awareness started happening so hmm. right place right time and like you mentioned so you mentioned freelance so is it is it always freelance is the is the business model or can you be a solopreneur like or like you had a company is it, like what's the usual mode of so image consultants don't that's what i said you know styling is a recognized hmm. certificate yeah. image consultant is still not affiliated with any big institute like nift is not doing image consulting i did a short stint with whistling woods where i would train their fashion designers on image consulting because hmm. when they go out they don't know what their images and what they should do so i worked with them for almost two or three semesters before i moved to singapore Oh, wow. uh with nitalula school of fashion and um, that's when i realized that fashion institutes need to look at this because everyone who enters a fashion institute is interested in fashion but not everyone can become a designer that requires mm-hmm. a different sensibilities however some people are good at putting things together some people are good at coaching people but i'm i'm quite surprised that this has not picked up as a mainstream profession because india will have almost 15 20000 image consultants not a huge number but it is still it, we're still there like we still have that number so that's not there so now when it comes to your own business very few people get high, a job okay image consulting in most cases is a second career option women because it's an ex- or a- no a second career option meaning that i had my child or i'm tired i'm i'm in my late 30s i'm tired of working full time Hmm. I want to go back to something. I like fashion. Maybe let me do this. So, okay. if you look at the majority population of people who are doing image consulting, majority of them have opted as a second career option. Like for me, also the second career option in the sense hmm. that it's my second career right. that I did across the world. It's not just India. Across the world, it has been a second career because people fail to realize the investment in the first two years is very high. So if I was 18 year old and I wanted to do this course, one my parents wouldn't understand what this course is. Right. Like my father for the longest time he kept on asking me, people really pay you to shop for them, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> like they couldn't understand why are people paying you to shop for them? You know, so those kind of things, huh. sensibilities. Second, the first two years investment in terms of setting my business, buying those kind of clothes for myself, understanding my own body type, my personal style, and doing my wardrobe. those things are very expensive in the first two years when you're not making any money hmm. so as a career i would say that jobs are far and few some companies do hire image consultants but they don't hire because you're an image consultant they hire because you have good styling sensibilities 
So what would what would that company look like? Like, are they a fashion house or are, can it be uh, a company? As I well? started a short. I started my career with a short stint in Mintra. Ah, when okay. Mintra was just starting out, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm an image consultant. I understand better than stylist. I understand what body shapes is. Yeah. But fashion house, not I wouldn't say fashion houses. I would say e-commerce companies do okay. hire. There are a couple of places that are trying to build like a whole network of image consultants, and then people can work with them. Mm-hmm. But far, so far, I feel everything has been on freelance basis. I don't see anyone getting a a full time salary. Like there is no. confirmed salary as such hmm. right now right. i did try to create a lot of jobs in that sense for image consultants hmm. so that there's this so i used to head um styling for this company called style theory in hmm. its asia pacific's biggest styling rental platform Wow. and i i met the founder and i said that hey i'm going to be better than any stylist you hire because i understand body shapes very differently so working with their data team working with their buying team telling them you know how a regular body and a plus size body are different and how mm. we can look at sourcing so mm. those kind of things so even in india there is this company called style nook which is very similar to a box styling service okay. and i kept a tab on indian market but it but image consulting is still not a salaried job unless someone individually will go and talk to that person or a founder and say i can do this it is solely a freelance or start your own company sort of a thing okay. across the world it is not specific to india interesting and and like you said it's more on initiative basis almost right because yeah, you have to go and pitch for yourself so is yes. that how that how it works for clients as well i mean i'm sure as a freelancer it's so difficult i would assume to find clients so how did how did you do it i would say social media has helped me greatly even when i started facebook was just starting out in india becoming popular and i used to write my post on facebook and that's how people if it was a new field now for people to feel people always felt that image consulting is a very combination of a pr and reputation management firm hmm. like celebrities used to hire prs or celebrities used to hire reputation management consultants hmm. image consulting is a mixture of both hmm. like they try not exactly both fields but a mixture of very little little of both So yeah. people, regular people who are not celebrities or from business houses, they always used to feel, "Oh, this is not for me. This is for um, someone with a lot of money or someone with this." And then that whole awareness pitch that you know what, even we dress up and go for meetings, even we do this. So that yeah, that awareness pitch was interesting. You have to be absolutely out and about. There was no other way. <laughs> So, so tell me something like this is a, I'm really interested in knowing what would be your pitch like let's say you found someone they seem interested what is your sales pitch to ensure that they become your client Honestly I don't even remember what it was 12 years back because I've pitched like I have changed my pitches so much now mm-hmm. but yeah. if I have to like today when people come to me and they ask that what they what they want to do My simple pitch is that I help you discover your personal style and you are going to be you and not a a style that the retailers are trying to sell you. Because people often go to a store and they see my cousin good look looked good in this one. My this looks great on my sister. This looks good on my office colleague. Maybe I should also buy it because it's in trend. But a not necessary that you actually like it but how do you know because you don't know your personal style you've never sat down with yourself and you've said that hey this is my personal style mm. i shouldn't just buy it 
so when i this is my pitch that i i i don't tell you what you should buy i will tell you what you should definitely not buy <laughs> what's what do you think is the toughest part of your job do you have any like specific you know memory or a experience with like a challenging situation or a challenging client at any point okay there are tons of i i will say i have been lucky that i can only count barely one or two people that has been challenging much the only uh, one challenging thing that i can 100% share is that i'm not a certified life coach i'm not a psychologist mm-hmm. i'm not certified into that but when people come to me i'm almost like a life coach or a psychologist for them mm-hmm. because we don't realize the number of body image issues they come with mm. like i am i still remember i had a client where in singapore and you know what she is that who's and who's where it's like you get inspired by her you've read about her in the newspapers and you know that so when she comes to me and she's like hey i need your help one i was like wow she's reached out to me second when i start talking to her and i realize that me as an external person i feel that you've achieved so much in life that i am inspired by your journey hmm. and yet you carry that body image trauma that was with you when you were 13 14 years old like you are in your late 40s now and still you carry that trauma and that is a tiny part of you maybe not in a daily life but when it comes to dressing that still hurts you so you know yeah that whole talking to people i think that's very challenging to draw a line where i can't be sympathetic with them i can only be empathetic so where to draw that line has been a very personal challenge because i as a person also i'm a little softy so that becomes it used to initially it used to tremendously affect me when i used to listen people's stories yeah. of you know their personal lives and how they have not just body image tons of other things so yeah that that is a challenge did you learn to work around it just with time like how did you yeah yeah with time there was no I, again you know i feel that maybe i'm not a trained life coach or a trained psychologist but as a person what i am it has helped me also put myself in their shoes and understand their perspective and then but it has happened with time with every single client i tell people i learn so much about myself while working with clients yeah. they learn the styling bit and they learn that but all the psychology bit that i know that why a haircut changes someone's perspective to life or why these kind of clothes are like that that has purely been my observation while working with so many people it's it's amazing it's a two way street they get yeah, it's personal oh, yes. styling tips and you get <laughs> you get all the other learnings yeah <laughs> do you do you think that this profession like image consulting in general is it a lucrative uh, profession you have to give your time mm-hmm. like any other field because this is not let's let's just compare this with interior designing any interior designer if they're not working with an interior designing firm hmm. and they're freelancing they're not going to earn great at the start because you have to get your name out in the market hmm. even if we look at dentist which is such a they've studied for it they're doctors hmm. for god sake and yet we won't go to a new dentist our parents will always say oh this person doesn't know yeah. too much he's just passed out a year back right so that person has to give its time and that time might come after 20 years it's the same with image consulting every single successful image consultant that you see in the globe they are almost grandmothers now oh wow like uh, the oldest image consultant that i know she's 87 years old 
ड So it takes a lot of time. It's not something that starts at the get go. Yeah. I yeah, it, there could be some unicorns, but it takes a lot to set yourself, set your name for people to not bargain on your cost. It's a lot. Yeah. I think you need a lot of patience. <laughs> oh yeah, 100%. It's not a short term thing. That's what I tell people, you know, <gasps> that you cannot just think of it ki do saal mein kya hoga. Don't do the expensive course if you think that you're not going to be in it for the long term because yeah. there is no <laughs> Two years is yeah, not enough. <laughs> It's not enough. It's not enough. Um, Jenny, so you are currently in uh, talent acquisition, as we spoke, and of course, you're doing content creation on the side. You're also image consulting, of course. How and you're a mom. So how do you balance all these things? How do you juggle so much? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes when I feel it's crazy, but I <laughs> am a neatly a great organizer. Mm-hmm. So my day happens on my calendar. I have a book where I write down what needs to be done at work during my nine to five job. My boss at my office often jokes that you know once my nine to five is over, I start my second five to nine. <laughs> so she, once the office is over, she's like, "Oh, do you have a second shift of work today?" <laughs> <laughs> But when it comes to okay, if I have to block my like put blocks in it, I don't take more than one client at a time. I've stopped doing that because I'm okay. not doing image consulting full time right now. Hmm. emotionally a client takes a lot from me mm-hmm. so i have decided that unless i finish one client i'm not going to take a second client mm-hmm. so that is how i keep my sanity mm-hmm. second i create my content in batch so if you see similar lipstick videos then it's because i've shot them in batch i just change my top <laughs> <laughs> but i i have like a huge book if i can show you wait this is my this is my book it always stays with me and say for example today or tomorrow i'm going to be talking about shapewear so i write down every single oh, wow. thing that i want to talk mm-hmm. i basically i make notes on what are there so when i'm talking i don't spend time mm-hmm. now after doing so many videos and everything my each video from concept to shoot to edit i might sometimes just take 15 20 minutes that is yeah another yeah. quick that's very quick because i once i have a concept in head i start writing down everything Yeah. and then i feel oh these are good points this is what people need to know sometimes mm-hmm. while writing i feel that hey this is too much nobody needs to know mm-hmm. i'll cancel i'll write down my top points and that's it then i start talking so oh, yeah okay. i can i can plan <laughs> that's my superpower <laughs> even i mean as i see on your insta right there's so many new brands that you introduced to us Again, does that come with ex- years of experience because you've discussed? Yeah, I'm. I've worked as a personal shopper for so many years. Like mm-hmm. even right now, people might not hire me for styling, but they do hire me for shopping. Like that's mm-hmm. my biggest thing. People are often confused what size to buy, what to do, and I feel that as bad as the pandemic was, it has changed the scene for fashion in India. Yeah. The amount of homegrown labels and amazing work that they do. I mean, cost. People are often surprised. that sitting in canada how am i still buying from india and i tell them that a it is 100% cost effective like if i want to go to a gala mm-hmm. where i know the dress is going to be expensive mm-hmm. if i want to buy something which looks nice and unique 
mm-hmm. I will have to spend six hundred, seven hundred dollars, which is going to be like seventy-five, eighty thousand rupees. No. But I could spend twenty, twenty-five and mm-hmm. get like great brands from India. That's true. And so, so I unique uh, styles as well, right? Now. Yeah, exactly. So if I if I want to do like a West informal, I still reach out to Indian brands and see what are they doing in block printing or Ajrak and what can I do in West informals because. I genuinely believe that Indian fashion scene is one of the best because we have something of artisanal quality. Yeah. The second best I feel is Mexico because they also have so much innately that is them, like the mm-hmm. colors, the the things that they have. Yeah. Besides that, I'm not a fan of just black and white. Like I do wear a lot of black and white, but I feel oh, it's okay. It's it's very okay. <laughs> so even I love me a good color, good print. Like I I love that. <laughs> Jenny <laughs> so like like you said that you you're doing this on the side so do you have any tips for any other side hustlers out there who is just setting up um maybe like a side people hustler? often so you know what people often ask me that oh your your instagram is doing so good and i tell them that it is doing good since the last two months but i have close to 16 1600 post i have been posting on instagram from 2019 if i'm not wrong or 2018 i'll have to figure it out but somewhere yeah i i had my bad days my rough days so why am i doing this why am i spending so much time on it when there is no return mm. i always got clients from it because whatever short number of followers it was mm. it i did have my clients from it which for my which consulting work it was good but there was nothing to show online the mm. amount of work that i put in so for anyone who's doing this you have to enter with the right reason mm. you if you are entering with whatever knowledge you have in the sense if you are a dancer or if you are a comic or even if you are doing any creative art or anything you have to come for the right reason and you have to come thinking that this is not going to work but i want to do it because i'm passionate about it because yeah. there is no set formula irrespective of what agency you hire irrespective mm. of what you do i've done everything i've spent all kinds of money mm. that okay maybe i don't know how this works and i've learned that oh there is not there is any single youtube guru or any single instagram guru can tell you that these are the techniques but nothing works except for consistency good or bad you have to be consistent in creating it so It is very easy for me to say now when my Instagram is picking at this moment. But if you had asked me this couple of months back, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> But this is my only learning that there's nothing. I know so many good creators who are stuck at ten thousand, and I'm like, But that is so good. Like what they share. However, it's it's just not happening for them. Like you can't do anything. How did you power through the bad days? Right, I'm sure there were days where you posting good content. Um, I cried a lot, and I have a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> that only works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm very vocal about it that it's okay, and specifically for me because I also keep on changing countries while I'm doing this. I'm like, mm-hmm. I cry a lot. I have an extremely supportive husband. My son is 13 years old. My daughter is eight. They do understand when my bad days are on, and they are like giving me space. So I think it's a combination of a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. A good support system can take you a long way. I think that yeah, is yeah, yeah, definitely true. <laughs> um. I also saw online that you have this really cool motto: "Refuse to be unseen," which I personally love. I identify with also. I would say, <laughs> what do you mean by it? So I'm just going to go a backstory with this. Hmm. I had a client who 
she was a lawyer she is a lawyer and you know she always like there was this amazing feminine side to her but she's a lawyer for 10 12 years she's working for a consulting firm all the hedge fund guys and her so you know she sort of started drowning because although she was not litigating so she was not going to the court but she had to wear very subtle colors she always felt that in a room full of men if i go with a red suit then i'm always going to be perceived as oh she just dresses and she comes my brains are not going to be acknowledged so while i was working with her that's when i coined this term i said you know what you and me both are going to make sure that you will be refused to be unseen and people can judge you as much as you want for your clothes but your work will speak for yourself and that was so much of mental training for her and for me also to tell her that you are going to wear this you are going to do this you are go- i obviously understand high profile meetings you have to be subtle in the background but and coincidentally khara kapas was just starting out that mm-hmm. time we bought so many ikkat jumpsuits and ikkat suits from kharakapas because mm. i think kharakapas was the first one that started doing contemporary mm. pieces western pieces with indian uh, blocks <laughs> and you know yeah and we did so many of those that you want to wear a black and white wear a black and white ikkat don't go to van hussein and buy that so that's what my motto is that it's not necessary that everyone has to be out and about some people innately are a very they are they are introvert they don't like being out that's okay but if you are someone who are this extroverted person who likes to be that out and about person then don't you know don't diffuse your shine because what someone else will say or think so that's my motto that you have to you have to refuse to be unseen your dressing cannot dictate what people think about you this advice i'm going to take for myself as well i'm sure <laughs> the listeners will too <laughs> jenny so this point uh, instagram right it's like full of so many fashion influencers and you know they again like like you as do you share a lot of uh, personal styling tips but without a degree or with, without a certification so give me your honest take on all these fashion influencers on instagram so one is i have this whole video because i'm so bugged one is they are not influencers i'm not an influencer myself we are content creators we create content okay Inf- influencer is such a heavy word like a a weight on shoulder i hope people realize that to influence someone is to take them in a life direction that you won't realize and you can't do that it's a huge responsibility and you can't do that like you can't decide for someone else by your actions because you might be able to rectify it later on what if someone else is not so one i am very it's a very cringe word for me i i'm like don't do that second when it comes to fashion is very interpretive right um i love komal pande i will never be able to wear even a fraction of what she wears one because my and her body type is different but i like to consume her content from a cinematography perspective same like same. i just like to look at it i don't even click a single brand that she refers because for me it's irrelevant i just don't think that that will work for me some brands i i can recognize some brands because i know those brands and i'm like oh this piece was nice from that brand hmm. but i will not like my idea she's not there for on clickable links for me but i love the way she creates her passion her videos she's a game changer when it comes to indian fashion content no but it's not a take away content so people have to realize are you following someone purely for the artistic side mm. or are you following someone to consume that part yeah because you have to be very clear why you are doing that and i feel that in the fashion game 
you know there's this hindi term kuch bhi chalta hai people might people might have this 10 ways to wear a white shirt and i'm like where are you wearing and you're going <laughs> like go out and show me that you wore this on the street yeah and you know it's it's not even about staying in india or staying anywhere else like even here if i'm going to wear the white shirt the way you're telling me make it like an off shoulder button here button there people are going to laugh at me even because it's my regular life na i'm not just walking in fashion circles always this is my life going to office going grocery wherever i'm wearing this so i tell people that don't get conscious ki you you don't have to it's not it, it might not be relatable then you don't have to follow people who are just constantly giving you bad advice and you can't do anything about it so yeah i think fashion is very interpretative you have yeah. to so i am a i'm i'm i'll turn 41 in july not necessary that everyone um, associates with my fashion because i feel that my fashion is turning to maybe a bit more mature fashion and i might not be relatable obviously to an 18 year old i'm not even expecting an 18 year old to follow me because yeah. kya what will you understand of my life when i talk you are closer to my son's age than my age yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't want my son to follow me and then to do things it's exactly like that you have to follow your age range mm. have to understand why you are following them yeah. and with number of fashion you know fashion is such a thing anyone who's who thinks that they can dress well will start creating content and i'm like but what was the purpose of this <laughs> well well that's that's how it is <laughs> okay so so we're at the the almost at the end of the episode this is the last okay. one and i have three final questions for you okay so so the first one give us one tip uh one styling personal styling tip for anyone who's a working professional so anyone who basically goes to office comfortable shoes you don't have to wear heels it's not a compulsion like comfortable shoes because you're walking you're working invest in them and comfortable pants if you're wearing western formals like don't fit yourself into western formals because india doesn't have like we are still starting with fit a few brands but yeah those two major tips will help you take a long way yeah completely completely agree um can you name three homegrown indian brands that you think do really well uh, in terms of workwear after the pandemic people have stopped expecting people to be in a suit and all that like you can be creative with your day to day work also so i don't know that but if i tell you brands that are doing great internationally hmm. and with their sizing is jodi life khara kapas after the pandemic people have stopped expecting people to be in a suit and all that like you can be creative with your day to day work also so i don't know that but if i tell you brands that are doing great internationally Hmm. and with their sizing is jodi life khara kapas okay so the last last question for the evening um what would you say to someone who is kind of struggling with their um, you know personal style or with their sizing clothing body image issues anything like that um the first one i'm going to say as an ad is you have to enroll in my course <laughs> i have e courses that tackles everything and second it's because I will say that sit down with yourself and a quick tip open your wardrobe remove five pieces of clothing that you like five you don't like but things that you have bought not gifted and then make a note of each item on why you like and why you don't like like why are these five pieces that you absolutely love and why are these five pieces that you don't like just those simple comparative notes will help you that there are some factors while buying or shopping fit fabric cost maintenance it could be anything texture color style 
or why you like something and why you dislike something mm. that can be your starting point to understand second when it comes to body i think it has been far too many years where we have fed this notion that this is a certain type that looks good and i hope that you find that courage to break that stereotype for yourself because this is my current body the hope of past or the scope of future is going to just hamper my present it's not going to help me style myself so yeah wonderful that's that's such good advice uh, and i'm going to remember it on days where i'm questioning you know yeah oh even i thing. even today when i have so much thing but i still there are days when i question hmm. far and few but it's a very normal human mind thing it's yeah. just that you have to overcome that and some days you're not feeling well then black is the color just drape yourself in an oversized black shirt and you're okay with it that always works <laughs> <laughs> Awesome awesome Jenny thank you so much this was such thank a you, Nitya. and such an insightful conversation thank you for being here thank you Nitya thank you for having me